Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome back to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler and in this week's episode, we're talking online measurement, specifically of the audience kind. And that meant I got to talk to Ucom's CEO, Ian Dowds, and Tasneem Ali, Client Director at Ipsos, about their new for 2021 partnership and all that it entails. And if you're hovering over the back button thinking the next 20 minutes is going to be all technical measurement chat, fear not. We keep things light and hopefully easy to understand. We cover what UCOM is and why it's partnered with Ipsos Iris, talk about who the audience measurement tool is for and what you can get out of it, and touch on this partnership's potential and what we might come to expect further down the line. As you'll hear Ian say, UCOM is an initiative co-owned by the IAB, but I start by asking him to give a 101 explainer on exactly what UCOM is. UCOM stands for UK Online Measurement, and we're the industry body that sets and governs the UK industry standard for online audience measurement. Um, We're owned by the industry, we're owned by yourselves, James, we're owned by the IAB (laughs) uh, and the AOP, this uh, Association of Online Publishers, and also by ISBAR, the client trade body, um, and we have the IPA represented on our exec board as well. So we are the entire industry coming together to set that uh, industry standard for online audience measurement. Uh, and Tasneem, you should give us uh, give us an intro to uh, Ipsos Iris uh, for those that might not have come across you before. Um, a sure thing. So Ipsos Iris is an online audience measurement solution. And if you take it a little bit step further, you can also call it a digital intelligence solution that uh, provides clients data that they can make informed decisions um, from the data set on their marketing, their strategy, their sales conversation, and it can be used across all clients. So you're talking about publishers, agencies, and advertisers. And the reason we've got the two of you on the podcast today is, of course, the partnership that you formed together that that was officially launched in January. Ian, tell us a bit about that because it's not you come alone. There's the sort of other bits that power it. Yeah, um, so UCOM has been around now for uh, about 13 years um, and the the previous supplier had the contract from 2012. Um, it was a, a, a five-year contract, a five-year rolling contract um, and um, they, they've had it for about eight years and we decided that now was the time more than ever to, to, to reassess as to what was available out there um, in terms of capabilities for measuring online audiences, there's been a hell of a lot going on in, in, in audience measurement, as everyone will know. There's been an explosion of devices and formats and publishers and platforms. It's become more and more complex. Um, and so in 2018, we did a, a, a market-wide consultation about what everyone was looking for going forward in online audience measurement. That led to a very comprehensive um, RFP document going out to market um, in 2019. Um, And we made the selection across 2019 and announced um, in January 2020 that Ipsos would uh, have the UCOM contract from the start of this year. Um, And that consultation and, and that RFP process involved all of our 
um, board members and stakeholders and the likes of Ofcom uh, and the BBC. Uh, wow. Pretty, pretty much everyone uh, had a say in, 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 in how the RFP was, was drawn up and how the selection was made. Um, and it was a, a pretty unanimous decision hmm. to uh, appoint Ipsos. Um, and we were delighted when their, their first data set was, was released as UCOM endorsed data in, in April earlier this year. What were you, you talked about going out to the market and asking them about what they wanted, what their requirements were. What, what, was, what were some of the things that, that came back at you in terms of what the market and the industry wanted? The, the clearest thing was... Um, a consistent cross-media, cross-device measurement. Right. Um, and UCOM measures um, online audiences uh, across desktops, tablets, and smartphones. Um, and previous suppliers and, and previous um, solutions involved multiple panels being fused from each one of those devices. What Ipsos delivered and what Ipsos Iris delivered, which was very exciting, was a single source panel of 10,000 individuals uh, covering about 25,000 devices and allowing a really accurate and really consistent measure of online consumption by the UK audience across those devices. Mm. That was a massive part of the the selection. Uh, A single source panel um, and and, and the, the data it delivers is... It's so much more interoperable, horrible word, <laughs> naturally falls off my lips, but is more interoperable with, with other data sets. So it fuses easier with the likes of Panco um, and it fuses easier with the likes of the IPA's touch points and, and, and the uh, research bureaus. It makes life a, more, a lot more uh, simpler for everybody to use. Yeah. Uh, and I'd love to get your take, uh Tasneem, what, what, why do you think it was awarded to Ipsos Iris beyond what Ian said? What's the sort of unique special source? Why do you think you won it? Well, I think there are, there are a couple of things, but building on, which is the absolute foundation of our solution and what industry selected us for was the single source panel. So the industry really didn't have the true unduplicated view of audiences uh, before Ipsos Iris was delivered. So the ability to track each person's behavior across devices, across websites, and produce that one number that that tells you, here's my unique audience, and here's what I can deliver to the market. Hmm. So that that really is the foundation of our solution. And as Ian said, I think that played a huge factor in why Ipsos got selected. Now, there are a couple of other factors. Number one is we envision Ipsos Iris to be future ready. We know the volatility in the market. You know, things are constantly changing. Yeah. Google's announcement, you know, changes <laughs> things from, you know, removing cookies to delaying that decision mm. and so on and so forth. And our vision is to ensure that Ipsos Iris always um, supports industry as much as possible, but keeps a close eye on what the future entails as well and adapt the solution and meet the needs of our clients. Another key one is to ensure that we service the clients at Ipsos standards, which means that we collaborate with all our clients and prospects as closely as possible to service them from an agency perspective, but also support them in utilizing the data and embedding it into their organizations. 
So the data is, it's good. It's, it's, you know, a solution that you subscribe to, but how can you really make informed decisions of the data set that you have? Yeah. And that's one of the uh, key parts of what we offer as part of our Ipsos Cyrus uh, solution. And am I right in saying that um, uh, the, what, what you've got, the solution, is a response to the RFP? It wouldn't exist if not, if not for that. It's completely bespoke, built from the ground up. That's absolutely right. So as part of the RFP process, Ipsos um, responded to the RFP. We went through this entire selection process and we built the solution ground up. So when the contract was awarded, the, team, the teams were built ground up. Um, the product has been built ground up to meet uh, the needs of the UK industry per the RFP specifications. It's, it's, it's worth me, if I can add to that, James, it, fundamental, one of the reasons for the decision was this being built ground up. Pre previous solutions have been global solutions where we've been able to adapt them somewhat. Right. UK um, requirements. This was an opportunity to build, you know, the, the clue is in the title of UCOM, it's UK online measurement <laughs> uh, about what the UK online audience does, the behavior of the UK population online. This was built ground up um, specifically to answer the RFP. Interestingly, um, and, 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 and also one of the, the, the reasons that gave us confidence in Ipsos was that they used a very similar solution and have used for the past three years for the BBC's internal audience measurement. Ah. It's called BBC Compass. And they had a panel there for the BBC um, and we worked closely with the BBC in understanding how it had worked. And we actually used that as the foundation of uh, Iris. So the, the, the BBC Compass panel is, which has already been proven, was built in as the foundation uh, and Iris came on top of it. So built for the UK um, and with a proven record with, with a, a rather significant media owner. <laughs> it does, um, uh, it just got me thinking, is there versions of Ucom around the world that exist in, in local markets or is it a fairly unique endeavour? No, no this, the... the there are versions of UCOM that, that exist around the market. So IAB, interestingly, IAB in Australia have just appointed Ipsos Iris. Oh, really? Standard for, for, for them too. Who would you say it's for, Tasneem, in terms of, you know, is it for, uh, you know, strategic um, planners, comms people within agencies? Does it ladder up for uh, avatars to be involved with? Would you switch to the, the sales side? I mean, who's the, who's the target when it comes to this? I would say um, everyone that you just mentioned. Mm. So why don't why don't we you know start with uh, publishers? It is absolutely key for publishers because it feeds into their marketing, their strategy conversations. The editorial teams use it. It's used by the insights team and it's also used by the sales teams. So really, it's a solution that is used up, uh, throughout the entire organization for any given publisher. Um, it is also used by agencies. So with agencies, you're talking about um, it is heavily used by the planners. It is also used by the insights team, mm. the client servicing team, and the ones who focus on building client strategies, for example, when they partner with the advertisers. It is also a solution that can be used by the advertisers. Now, how would the advertisers use it? Mm. We know that there is quite a bit of in-housing uh, or the movement towards in-housing happening. So it, it is a very valuable 
tool for those particular advertisers. But beyond just using it as a planning tool, it can be used to inform the strategies. Um, things like affiliate uh, marketing, partnerships, um, you know, if it's a pure play, how do I grow digital audience? It can identify um, ca category, white space opportunities, who are the key players, who are the, you know, what kind of profile is visiting my website? And, you know, what kind of profile is going to my uh, competitors? Mm. How can I partner more with the relevant ones? I mean, there's just so much granularity to our data and what you can do that it really can be used across the entire market. Yeah, I, I think it's important to, to stress this point that data is not a zero-sum game and, and neither us nor Ipsos would say uh, UCOM endorsed data is, is the only data you should use. Categorically, that's not the fact. Whether you're a publisher whether you're a client with B2C websites and apps, or whether you're a bank uh, or whether you're a publisher, you will have a, a wealth of internal analytics. Yeah. What you don't have is a consistent view of what else is happening in the market. Yeah, and this yeah. is what Ucom does. So you know, a, a, a financial institution can take Ucom data and have a look at what does it say um, their own audience is doing, but also what does it say their competitors are doing? Mm. Are their competitors more successful in terms of uh, usage of apps, in time spent on apps, in, in visits to apps, or are they more website or PC-based? It, it, it allows everyone to see a consistent view of the entire market as opposed to a, a granular, granular, granular first-party view of everything yeah. within their own property. Yeah, got it. That's really that's really clear. Um, talk to me a bit about um, agility. Seems to have been a bit of a buzzword in the last twelve months. We saw and have heard on this podcast lots and lots of um, D 2 C brands that have been on other bigger businesses that have had to pivot into ecom very very quickly when you know literally you couldn't walk down the high street because there were physically no shops open. Um, how how critical is it that this data? Uh, refreshes and is available very very quickly for people to to actually use because I guess that's the you know lots and lots of data is is great but being able to do something with it quickly is important too. In the past data has been available only in monthly chunks three weeks after the, the month has finished so I remember it I remember getting it like that uh, yeah. The third week of August there was a chunk of data that was delivered and said this is what happened for the 30 days of July and it's a, it's a monolithic chunk of data, mm. albeit very rich. One of the things that Ipsos brought to the table was not only will that data arrive on a monthly basis, but when it arrives, you will be able to cut it and look at it by day uh, and by week and by time of day. But they've also, for the first time uh, for a UCOM supplier, delivered the capability of um, a, a, a top-line overnight data Oh, wow. mm. So um, 36 hours after the, 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 the day, so on a Wednesday morning, you'll be able to see data from the Monday. Um, and that's been particularly interesting for some of the, the, the news publishers. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's some very interesting uh, uh, trends where you look at overnight data. Um, for example, when News UK broke the Matt Hancock Mm. You see some very, very interesting spikes that uh, probably match Matt Hancock's blood pressure. <laughs> um, and you can also see 
which publishers did well after yeah. particular sporting events and what have you. And, mm. and, and you're seeing, as opposed to waiting till the end of a month, yeah. you're now getting to see some very interesting top line data um, within a couple of days. Which is, you know, if you're a brand and you're, you know, you're launching something, anything like that, you just, you'd need access to that very, very quickly. I was just sort of fascinated because I do remember in my agency career looking at things like, you know, Mobilens, which was sort of, you know, every month I could only do it and my sort of hands, hands were tired to be able to do it any other time. And I just wondered how much it would, um, how much it would progressed. Um, on that, in terms of insight, Tasneem, um, the, the sort of what's the more exciting stuff? I mean, there's some amazing bread and butter stuff here that you can do. It, the fact that you can get it quickly, the depth of insight you talked about. What are some of those things that are exciting you in terms of the insights that you get from this data? So our data goes quite granular um, in the sense that yes, it uh, provides you detailed demographics that you can play around and come up with insights. But we also have 34 lifestyle statements mm. that allows you to have that psychographic look at your profiles and really understand, you know, what is a profile? Who, what, what is the kind of audience that we're attracting to our sites? What kind of content are the consumption? But um, in addition to that, we are also providing data such as ITV and BBC regions. And uh, we're looking at uh, providing an exciting update, um, uh, which is providing data at the city level. Um, what Ian just mentioned, we do deliver daily data. In addition to that, our monthly data can be broken down by day, day of week, weekend analysis, but also by time of day analysis as well. So that's something that uh, previously the market didn't have access to. Uh, if you want to look at when is certain content consumed, yeah, yeah. whether it's evening, afternoon, morning, what is a profile, is a profile very, it's all of that rich granular analysis that you can do with our data. It feels like it goes even further than the, the, than the, the core kind of online audience measurement bit. I mean, you could start to use the city stuff in how you're planning out of home. You talked about TV regions. I mean, it does feel like this stuff could inform bigger strategic decisions than just, uh, you know, uh, uh, someone who works in digital advertising looking to looking at audience measurement. It does feel it does feel much bigger than that. Um, um, I guess the obvious next question is what's what's sort of um, what's coming next? What can you tantalise uh, uh, us with Ian in terms of the stuff that's coming next? Because you know, over the last years, me measurement feels like, and we certainly hear it from advertisers when we ask consistently. They say, you know, the thing that holds me back spending more on digital is measurement and then when you get into what sort of measurement it's this explosion of all sorts of different things well there's a couple of key things coming up um the first thing will be um a service server integration with youtube which means that we'll be able to uh, produce an industry standard for uh youtube measurement down to individual channel levels within you um, which is a big step and is obviously the, the cornerstone of any measurement of video content in the UK. You've got to have YouTube in there yep. um, and getting that right is, is critical. Um, that will come before the end of this year um, and, and, and is very exciting. Um, the One of the more sensitive regions that has always uh, come up is the measurement of children mm. and previous suppliers um the measurement of children on mobile was only 16 plus or i think it might have been 18 plus right um i'll take a beat and say previous suppliers measurement of mobile was 18 plus mm -hmm. and desktop was lower 
Ipsos have been consistent um, and from the start measuring across all devices on 15 plus and currently working on bringing in 12 uh, plus to the panel, mm. which is a significant change. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that and coming into next year, we hope to be able to identify online behavior for, for children younger than that using a, a different methodology. But wow. so that's something that's becoming more important to a wider range of advertisers now than, than just those interested in targeting kids. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Avoiding kids is as important to some people as, as is targeting them. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, the, 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 the big uh, thing that everybody's holding their breath for, I guess, is, um, is Bar's origin. Interesting, Origin came at it from two slightly different directions. One, it came from a worldwide perspective because it's a WFA-driven initiative. Uh, And it also came at it from the perspective of measuring advertising first, whereas UCOM comes from the UK perspective of measuring content first. So in one way, it it, it fits nicely together. In another way, it adds a level of complexity um, that, that, that will only continue. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, an, an origin RFP out in the market right now. Ipsos are one of the, the um, respondents to that RFP. And until uh, a, a decision is made, I can't really talk in much detail about what the implications are. Yeah. What, what I can say is that there will be implications and whether successful or not, UCOM and, and Ipsos Iris will be ready to help because whether whether they win it or not, there will be gaps that will yes. need filling um, in the some of the coverage uh, and, and some of the granularity that Ipsos is able to to deliver. Mm. Um, and as we have been, as Ucom has always positioned itself as we're here to help. That that led to the the integration of Ucom data with Pamco to give a a view for published media across print and online. We've 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 never played the protectionist game. Yeah, this is what we do, and only we can do it. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're here to to be as flexible as we can, um, and, and help whatever the solution is going forward uh, around Origin. And look, well, let's hope that something works out there because it would just be such a. I daren't say silver bullet, but it feels like it would be as close as to one we've got in terms of trying to crack that that measurement problem. Clearly, do, doing it as a podcast is always very hard to explain things like case studies and where stuff's worked. Where can is there somewhere uh, people listening to this can go um, to either find out more uh, about what you're doing, uh, about this partnership, about how they can start to to use the data? What should you do if you're listening to thinking actually, I want to be involved in this. I want to try and use the data in some way. What should you do? Well, um, so we have our own dedicated website uh, for Ipsos Iris. Um, I would encourage people to go and have a look there. There we are uploading uh, insights uh, quite regularly now in partnership with Ian and his team as well um, sometimes. So there's quite a bit of resources that people um, can look there. Um, And then there's all the information in terms of how to contact us available uh, there uh, if uh, you want to get in touch with anyone specifically. This is just such a fascinating topic and I think we could talk for for so much longer but it does genuinely feel like we can start to answer a lot of the questions certainly you know questions we get from the south side and, and the buy side not only does it feel easier it feels like it's more timely it's more uh, it, it's more agile um, 
thank you both very much for giving up some time and 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 telling us a bit more about it and as i say we'll put we'll put all the links in the show notes so people that want to find out more uh certainly can but for now thank you tasneem thank you ian thanks james thank you the IAB UK podcast. Ian Dowds from UCOM and Tasney Marley from Ipsos there. I don't think it made the edit, but there was a comment Ian made as we were saying goodbyes after recording, and that was that you could run a podcast episode on measurement literally every week and still have more to talk about. And I think he's right. Our online measurement isn't always straightforward, partly because... Measurement just means so many different things to different people, be that audience uh, or performance or viewability, whatever it might be. We've got a ton of brilliant guests coming up on the podcast, very much all killer, no filler. So make sure you subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks very much for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.